Hello, everyone. Welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing Podcast Series. Today's episode takes a closer look at Intergroup Services, or IGS, in the post-BEPS era. It features Japan, home to many head office service providers, and Vietnam, home to many subsidiary service recipients. Our transfer pricing specialists from Japan and Vietnam are here today to provide some insights into the tax and transfer pricing risks of IGS in both jurisdictions, including practical strategies to effectively manage these challenges. My name is Dana Hart, and joining me today I have Ken Kurakawa, a transfer pricing partner from PwC Japan, Chihiro Takuchi, a transfer pricing director from PwC Japan. I also have James Radford, a transfer pricing director from PwC Vietnam, and Shimpei Amai, a transfer pricing senior manager from PwC Vietnam. Thank you all for joining me today. So we're living in a post-BEPS era in which intergroup services continues to be a hot topic. The tax authorities in both Japan and Vietnam regularly challenge and adjust intergroup services transactions as part of tax and transfer pricing audits. Ken, why don't I start with you? I've heard that the Japanese tax examiners have recently become very aggressive when it comes to intergroup services. Perhaps you can start by giving our listeners some insights on this development. Sure, and you are correct. In line with OECD BEPS recommendations, in February 2018, the National Tax Agency released a revised version of the Commissioner's Directive on Operation of Transfer Pricing, known as the Administrative Guidelines. Part of this provides revisions concerning IGS provisions. Since then, IGS has become a key focus for the Japanese tax examiners during the audit, who have a tendency to scrutinize IGS and subsequently argue that Japanese headquarters are not charging out IGS costs sufficiently. Great, thank you, Ken. So building on this development, Chihiro, perhaps you can share with us what you see happening on the ground. Historically, a lot of Japanese headquarters has a habit of undercharging IGS costs, in some cases with no charge at all, which calls the attention of the Japanese examiners. Such transactions are now a particular focus for challenge and reassessment. For example, a Japanese manufacturer's automotive parts has a subsidiary in Vietnam. These produce and sell the group products to the Vietnamese manufacturing entities of the group customers, Japanese car makers, with headquarters support. During the TP audit in Japan, the headquarters was challenged by tax examiners for not charging a sales commission or marketing support service fee to its manufacturing subsidiaries in Vietnam. The tax examiner insists the headquarters effort in conducting marketing activity in Japan contributed significantly to secure sales orders for the Vietnamese factories. A charge was therefore deemed by tax examiner to be reasonable and warranted. To mitigate TP risk and the corporate tax risk, such as donation challenge in Japan, the headquarters had to start charging its Vietnamese subsidiaries for services. However, at the same time, I understand that such arrangement increases TP risk in Vietnam, 
as newly introduced expenses may not be tax deductible for the local entities, and this may lead to double taxation. So, James, have you ever encountered this type of situation in Vietnam? In practice, are such arrangements often challenged by Vietnamese tax examiners? Thank you, Chihiro. To answer your question, I'd like to first explain a bit about the history of TP enforcement in Vietnam regarding this matter. In the past, the approach of the Vietnamese tax examiners heavily focused on the form rather than the substance of intercompany transactions. Simply put, if supporting documents such as contracts and invoices could be provided, intergroup services would likely be treated as deductible. However, over the past few years, and especially since the release of the new Transfer Pricing Decree 20 in 2017, which introduced the substance over form principle, the focus of the Vietnamese tax examiners has broadened to also cover substance. Back to your case, the taxpayer should now maintain evidence that can substantiate the economic substance of the newly introduced intercompany service charges. An example of this evidence could be internal memos or emails documenting the meetings between the HQ and the customer's HQ, which could help to demonstrate the HQ's efforts to support the Vietnamese subsidiary to secure customer sales orders in Vietnam. This is just one of the many forms of evidence which the Vietnamese tax examiners may ask for. Besides TP, there could also be other potential withholding tax, value-added tax, and treasury implications. So I would recommend that taxpayers consult their advisors in Japan and Vietnam before implementing intergroup service charges. I see. So with this recent development, it's crucial that the headquarter and the local team collaborate closely and share information in order to effectively manage the risk arising from ideas. Shinpei. Perhaps you can tell us more about this. Sure. I've seen cases where, due to lack of communication, the Vietnamese subsidiary don't understand the big picture in terms of the role of the Japanese headquarter and don't get the economic substance of the IGS as a whole. In such cases, Vietnamese entity cannot explain the commercial rationale of the IGS to tax authority. The headquarter was often not aware of this situation until too late. When the headquarter finally identified the situation and tried to intervene, the tax authority had already decided to deny the tax deduction for the IGS charges. Even where a reasonable explanation is provided, the Vietnamese tax authority may also perform field work to form their own conclusions. Taking your cases again as an example, Vietnamese Tax Authority may request an interview to the local entity's sales and marketing team. In cases without careful preparation, local entity staffs may understate the importance of the headquarters role. In that case, the Tax Authority may deem that all sales and marketing activities are performed locally as a basis to disallow a sales commission or a marketing support service fee. If the transaction value is significant, say 
millions of USD, we would advise the headquarter to consider sending headquarter personnel to attend the interviews with the tax authority. In order to inform the tax authority, precise explanation and have them convinced of taxpayers' explanation. So again, taxpayers and their advisors in Japan and Vietnam need to proactively communicate and collaborate with each other so that both of them can effectively manage the tax and TBX arising from IGS in both country jurisdictions. Dana, we are sending it back to you. So that's it for this podcast. Thank you, Ken, Chihiro, James, and Shinpei, and thank you to all of our listeners. If you would like more information about this topic, please contact the speakers. You can find their contact information in the description of this episode on pwc.com forward slash tptalks. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.